Hi everyone. Hello. I'm Casey. I'm Sarah. And we are Relatively, Relatively Dark. How are you today? I'm good. Me too. How was your weekend? Busy. We did church on Friday night. We did church again on Saturday night, except it was singing, but it was like church. And then church again today. So, <laughs> full church. Full Jesus. Oh, yes. It was I really nice, though. I celebrated my birthday, so I like yes, it really good. Yep. She's the big 3-0 now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. 30's fun. I'm 30, flirty, and thriving. And I'm 31. I have fun. I don't know how. <laughs> There's no rhymes for that one. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about things from our home state, Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Yeah, in case they don't know. I mean, it's in the Kentucky info, but still. So, these are things in Kentucky that... What? It sounded like you were singing. (laughs) (laughs) These are things in Kentucky. So, these are things in Kentucky that give me the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies? Yes, creepiness, spookiness, haunted stuff, and so forth. <laughs> okay. Anything along that category? Anything that's... The first few that I'm going to talk about are all from Louisville. If anyone is interested in tours or seeing a lot of spooky or supposedly haunted things in one place, I suggest you go to Louisville. Louisville is a spooky place. Apparently. I skipped a lot of what I came across because so many were from Louisville and I was trying to find different places in mm-hmm. Kentucky. Apparently Old Louisville, which I think, I want to say it's downtown Louisville. Probably. They say that the whole area there is haunted. Old haunted Louisville. So, there's that. But I'm only <laughs> going to do like three from Louisville. The first one I'm going to talk about is the Silbach Hotel. Silbach. Yes. Okay. Um, Have you heard of this? I have not. Okay. There is one main ghost of a woman that is seen at this hotel who wears a blue dress and has long black hair. Mm -hmm. She is known as the Lady in Blue. Very creative. Yes. But she has a name. So, I guess that's cool. Mm. The story goes, there was a hotel guest on the 8th floor by the name of Patricia Wilson. She had moved to Louisville from Oklahoma in 1936 after her and her husband had separated. They had decided to try to work things out and were supposed to meet at the Silbuck. Mm-hmm. However, he got into a fatal car accident and never made it. Oh, that's yeah. sad. It is. Patricia was obviously beside herself, and not long after this, her body was discovered at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unclear whether this was an accident or if she had killed herself. Mm, that's what I was thinking. I don't think anybody ever knew or figured it out. But there is an article about her death out there somewhere. Just throwing that out there if you're interested enough to go find it. But <laughs> It is out there somewhere. So, people have mostly seen the lady in blue on the 8th floor where her room was. But some have also seen her on other floors walking through the elevator doors. Spooky. She just walks right on through them. Like, to the elevator shaft. Weird. Why would she want to keep going back here? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the sight of their death. I have no but... idea. She has also been seen on the mezzanine, kind of like a balcony of a hotel. Okay. So she's been 
She's being seen there, too. She's being seen there. <laughs> there is also another account of a man seeing a woman in ragged clothing in the mirror. This was not thought to be the lady in blue because she was wearing something different. But once he turned around, she was gone. One couple was on their honeymoon in 2004. They woke up and found a man staring out their window of their room. And it was also extremely cold. So that's creepy. And also they were on the eighth floor. It all goes down on the eighth floor. Apparently. As soon as they turned on the light, he had disappeared. Guests have also experienced smelling perfume and hearing footsteps. And you can also stay at this hotel. And it is the Silbach Hilton. Silbach Hilton. We need to go there. <laughs> it's very pretty. They always are. Oh my gosh. I mean, not always. Some of them are really freaky looking. But I don't know. This one's really pretty. They keep up appearances for the tourists. Really nice. ghost seekers. Yeah. So, the next one in Louisville is the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. I have heard of this one. Yes. I went there once. Oh, you did? I forgot that you did. Yeah, nothing happened, but whatever. (laughs) This is probably one of the most popular haunted places of Kentucky. The Waverly Hills Sanatorium is a beautiful, gothic-style building that was used as a hospital for tuberculosis. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tuberculosis patients. From 1926 to 1961, when the disease became curable. Then it was not needed, and it was shut down. It is estimated that over 50,000 people died here. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know it was that many. And the deceased <clears throat> were disposed of through a body shoot. Mm, yeah. Yeah, creepy. So, some of the stories from Waverly Hills. Dun, Supposedly. Dun. Sorry, go ahead. Dun. You guys are all over. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Supposedly, if you roll a ball down a long hall, the ghost of a boy named Timmy will roll the ball back to you. Aww. Yeah, a little boy. I have no idea what his background was. He could have been somebody's kid that was in there or a kid of somebody that worked there. He probably was a child sick of tuberculosis. I keep forgetting. I don't know why I'm just thinking of adults. Well, I used to think that, I guess I didn't realize that the word sanatorium meant hospital. (laughs) I don't know why, but I thought it was like a mental institution. I thought that for a while, too. And it wasn't. It was just a hospital. It wasn't. What's the difference in a sanatorium and a sanitarium? So, I just looked that up, guys. I couldn't help it. Um, mm-hmm. Sanitarium and sanatorium are the same thing. In case you didn't know. Apparently, did they it. are interchangeable. Okay. Now you know. <laughs> Learned something today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not how to spell diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was also a nurse who had apparently hung herself in the building. And her ghost is also seen. Another ghost who has been seen is of a man, but no one really knows who he was. There is someone I know that took a tour once of the sanatorium. Mm. She said that she felt someone push her from behind while she was going down the stairs. Uh-uh. Yeah. And obvi- no way. Yeah. And obviously this mm-hmm. was strange to her. So, I mean, I don't feel like I have to be like, there wasn't anybody behind her. It was aggressive. I mean, because obviously... Yeah. If there's a group of people going on a tour and you accidentally get shoved a certain way, you're going to know if it was somebody accidentally bumping into you. But she was physically pushed from behind. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. Now, well, for a long time now, Waverly Hills, they hold special Halloween events like haunted houses and stuff and Mm -hmm. tours. But they also, I'm pretty sure, I want to say it's year-round. If not, sorry, my bad. (laughs) But they offer tours and you can even spend the night there on a few different types of investigations. They have a public investigation. Like a guided one and then like... Yeah, like where you stay the night from like midnight to four in the morning or something. 
I think there's one that's even nine to five or something like that. And they have private ones for like you and a small group of who you want to. Yeah. And you can stay there overnight. No thanks. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to go to that one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I believe in ghosts and stuff, but I do believe that there are evil things out there. And also the fact that you're staying in a place where 50,000 people have died. Yeah. I just don't think I would feel comfortable with that, but whatever. Do <laughs> their own. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go because it would just feel, I don't know, wrong in a way. Like yeah. just being there. It would give me the heebie-jeebies. Right. This next one is the last one from Louisville that I'm going to do. And it is about the witch's tree. The witch's tree. Yes. One tree? Yes. One tree. Um, I'm not sure if this one would be classified as haunted, but it definitely gives me the creeps. Okay. And you'll see why. I'm excited about is this one. Is it witch's tree like apostrophe or witches in plural? It's like their tree. So it belongs to more than one witch. Yeah. Okay. So apparently a coven of supposed witches in Louisville back in the 1800s. This was their tree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't mess with their tree. This story takes place in the late 1800s when witches were very much talked about. Mm-hmm. Witches and voodoo people. I don't know what to call them. People who practiced voodoo. Right, but people who practice witchcraft are witches. So, voodooers. Voodooers. <laughs> That's what I said, voodoo people. Anyway, they would gather around this beautiful maple tree, practicing magic and casting spells and so forth. And I think they also gathered there just to celebrate and... It was their hangout spot. Yeah. This tree was located at the corner of 6th Street and Park Avenue. The city officials wanted to cut down the tree. And put up a maypole for their May Day celebration. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who aren't sure what a maypole is, because I wasn't. Hello. I had an idea, but I didn't know this is what it was. I mean, I didn't always know. I had read it somewhere. So a maypole is one of those poles that's decorated. It has large ribbons hanging down from the top, and each person will grab a ribbon from the bottom, obviously. And then <laughs> dance around it. They full-on move on it, and they have to climb to the top. And they have to touch the ribbon from the top and not the bottom. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No. They grab a ribbon, and they dance around the pole, and the ribbon ends up getting wrapped around this pole. And it's really, really large, like really tall. So, so. it's not like you make one loop around and yeah. it's done. <laughs> and it was just a dance and stuff that was to celebrate May Day, which is also to celebrate the beginning of summer. <laughs> so that's what they wanted to do with this tree. The witches weren't happy about this, and they warned them not to cut down the tree. (sighs) Their warning was written on parchment paper and attached to the maple. To the maple? No, to the maple tree. Oh. It wasn't a maple yet. I know. You said to the maple, and I thought you said to the maple. Oh, sorry. (laughs) To the maple tree. Okay. To the maple tree. The tree. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, this is what their warning said. It's a little long, but I thought it was really neat. So, here we go. This tree shall stand and not be cut. We fed her with our laughter. Our leafy haven you'll not gut or pay forever after. But if you wooden king prevail and mother maple dies, the force of fate shall strike this town and right between the eyes. If our tree falls, yes, fate will call to teach you heartless dunce that all man's work can disappear. Beware 11th month. That's it. So they're saying like if you do this... All heck is going to break loose and you watch out because come November, we're getting you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't cut that tree down. (laughs) I wouldn't. I mean, like, 
I'd go and I'd but, water it. I'd get. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, regardless of the warning, they obviously didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. The tree was cut down and used for its intended purpose. However, 11 months later, mm-hmm, a horrible tornado tore through downtown Louisville, causing extreme damage and many deaths. Some of the lives that were taken are believed to be members of the celebration committee that was in charge of having the tree cut down. Mm-hmm. Was the maypole torn down? I think I read somewhere that after the celebration, the maypole was cut down and burned. Mm-hmm. So they just erected it as their maypole. I think they used the wood from the maple as the maypole. Yeah. And the maple, maple. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, I kept thinking that too. But after their celebration, they cut it down, they burned it, they were done with it. Yeah. So they didn't care. No. Some say that the tornado made a weird right turn in the direction of 6th Street toward where the beloved maple once was. Mm-hmm. And the stump was struck by lightning. See? <laughs> A new tree grew in its place, only this one looked eerily distorted and was covered with knots. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of gruesome looking, especially up close. A picture? Totally. Okay. Totally. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the tree still stands, and it's a common attraction for visitors who will sometimes also leave charms and trinkets on the tree to show their appreciation. I want to go see this tree. It's actually in the middle of a sidewalk, kind of, and it's right in front of someone's house. Mm-hmm. So, if you do go, you need to be mindful of their property and their privacy and stuff. It's on their property. But it is very strange looking. And I did look it up. There is record of a tornado on March 27th of 1980. No, 1890. Okay, I was like, I don't think that's the same tornado. I I got it backwards. Um, 1890. So, they would have had to cut this tree down around April and then they had their festival in May and then after that you know the tree yeah Hmm. yeah so yeah I just looked up this tree it is gnarly yeah that's exactly what I was thinking it's almost ugly but it's not (laughs) it is beautiful (laughs) the prettiest tree that you ever did see so that is the witch's tree okay creepy Beautiful. Creepy. (laughs) She's like, no, Casey, it is not. That's beautiful. Creepy. Okay, so that's it for Louisville. We're moving on. Yes, move along. Don't start singing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next we are going to talk about Sleepy Hollow Road. I know about Sleepy Hollow I know you know this one. I could not tell it, though. Sleepy Hollow Road is near Prospect, Kentucky, and this road is full of stories. It's a beautiful road, like many others in Kentucky. Yes, it is winding and covered by trees with a large drop-off in some places. Mm-hmm. It's far away from any city. At, oh, my gosh. She's glitching. It's far away from any city. At, at, I do the words. Are hard. It's <clears throat> far away from any city that at night it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of other places in Kentucky. It's um, far enough away. Probably should have said that. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, though. Everybody should. It's dark there. It's dark. (laughs) One legend goes like this. As you drive down Sleepy Hollow Road, you will eventually see headlights in the rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. They get closer and they gain speed. (laughs) We're on the news. (laughs) They gain speed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. You 
have to speed up to keep from being hit. And once the vehicle gets close enough, it pulls up alongside you and it's a black hearse. <laughs> no thanks. The hearse starts running into your vehicle until you're pushed over the edge of the bank. Or over the edge and down the bank. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. Way all the way down. Mm-hmm. There have been accounts of people saying that this happened to them. Yep. Another creepy fact. After Sleepy Hollow Road, there is Herod's Creek Cemetery. Mm-hmm. <gasps> creepy. People have experienced almost a loss of time, as it feels like only a few minutes have passed while driving through, driving, driving, Kentucky. <laughs> driving through Sleepy driving Hollow through. Road. When in reality, it has been hours. Like, what? That, to me, is just crazy. Can you imagine, like, you're late to family dinner? Like, I don't know what it is, and I feel like that would be one of the creepiest things to me. Yeah. Just having no recollection, thinking, you know, I'm running, like, ten minutes behind when, really, in reality, you're, like, two hours late. Ugh, like, Mm-mm. I would feel insane. Yeah. It's one thing to see something, I guess, but to just have no recollection of anything. Ugh, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> there is also the tale of an area near the road called Devil's Point <laughs> that was supposedly used as grounds for satanic rituals and sacrifices. And people have heard chants and the screams of victims. Mm-hmm. There is also an old story of mothers who would toss their unwanted, ill, or deformed babies over a bridge on the road. <sighs> yeah. I actually don't think that this is that much of a stretch for people a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, they didn't know how to care for them. Yeah. If they thought that they were going to pass away. Anyway, the unwanted part, no. But deformed or ill, like if they thought they weren't going to survive anyway. Yeah. yeah. Not that that's okay, but I do believe it was done. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, the bridge crosses over Height Creek, and people have reported hearing the cries of both the babies and their mothers. Yeah. I think I had read, too, somewhere where people have said that they've seen people in, like, long black robes or black cloaks and stuff. Oh, yes. Around Devil's Point. Yes, I think I forgot to put that in there. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Yeah. So, that is Sleepy Hollow Road and all of its creepiness. Next up, we have the Jailer's Inn. Okay. In Bardstown, Kentucky. I know where Bardstown is. The Jailer's Inn is a bed and breakfast made of stone that used to be the Nelson County Jail. I knew it was a jail. (laughs) Really, what gave it away? (laughs) Until 1987. Oh, so that wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't forever ago. I mean, to some people that's forever ago, but I'm thinking not 1800s or anything. Yeah, 1987. One of the jailers back in the day had passed away and his wife, Mrs. McKay, took over for him. There have been accounts of people waking up and finding Mrs. McKay's ghost standing at the foot of their bed facing them. Why is she doing that? I don't know. (laughs) Another old story is of a man named Martin Hill. Mm -hmm. Martin Hill had killed his wife by shooting her. He was arrested and put in Nelson County Jail. A ghost hunter from Bardstown believes that the spirit of his wife, Esther, followed him to the jail and her ghost never left. Hmm. I don't know if there's ever been any accounts of anybody seeing her, but this ghost hunter believes that she's there. I don't really know why. But she she just got stuck there for some reason? I don't know why she even thinks that. The article I read didn't go into it, but I just kind of wanted to include it as another possible ghost. Never know. 
Hill was known to pace his cell while he waited for his hanging, but he ended up getting sick. He would cry out in pain and toss and turn in his bunk, which could all be heard by the other inmates. Mm. Yeah. It's not a very good sound. No. And his sickness eventually killed him. Mm-hmm. There was a newspaper article that was written in 1909 that detailed encounters that prisoners experienced regarding the ghost of Martin Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, this just goes to show that it was a long time ago, even while it was still a jail, that this stuff happened. Yeah. This included sounds coming from his old cell in the form of pacing, <laughs> groaning, tossing and turning on the bunk, and horrible screams. Mm-hmm. As if he is being heard dying all over again. Like the screams would build up and then there was silence. Mm-hmm. So like they're just hearing him die over and over again. Yeah. You can obviously book a stay here. It's a bed and breakfast. And stay in one of the beautiful rooms here. Once again, upkept, really pretty. Beautiful. Yeah. But there is also a room that used to be a real jail cell <laughs> that you can stay in as well. That's my room. You want to stay in the jail cell? Yes. But you don't want to go to Waverly Hills? No. Okay. All right. I'm weird. That's okay. Everybody is. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with us. No, there's nothing wrong with us. Looking around skeptically. Next up, we have the Loudon House. Loudon. Yes. This one is in Lexington. Okay. Kentucky. Really? Yes. <laughs> The Loudon House is a magnificent mansion with gorgeous Gothic Revival architecture and was built in 1850. Ooh. Y'all, this house is stunning. It's gorgeous. I mean, it lays me speechless. And that's just a picture. It's so pretty. I want to go there and see the inside and everything. We can sometime. Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Yeah. The house is protected for historic reasons. And it is now used for events that are sponsored by the Lexington Art League. Oh, so we may not. <laughs> we can go in there, maybe. Maybe not, yeah. Yeah. We can see it. We can drive by it. And cock. <laughs> anyway, there are evidently ghosts that roam around this mansion as well. Two of them are said to be women wearing Victorian clothing. Mm. Uh, one of the women has been found in the western part of the mansion, and the other has been found in what used to be the formal dining room. There is also the ghost of a black cat that people have witnessed in many different areas across the property. Is it Binks? I don't think so, but that's new. Thackery. A cat. Hocus Pocus, guys. I mean, seriously. If you're listening to this, you should know Hocus Pocus. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of a ghost of a cat, though, or any kind I know, of that's, animal. That's that cool. I don't, I don't think I have anyway. I have in movies, but... <laughs> this one's a little shorter than the others, but other strange occurrences that have been reported are smelling vintage perfume, oh. hearing footsteps like pretty much every haunted place ever. Yeah. <laughs> and this one, hearing soft music that would have been played at, say, 1900s balls. See, I would, I'd live in this house. Yeah. I think it's really neat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they don't seem like they're doing anything to hurt people. They're so. not, like, malicious. Yeah. I'm yeah. cool. I'm down. Yeah. Let's vibe. <laughs> I'll vibe with a ghost. <sighs> Victorian vibes. Yeah. I just, that's pretty neat. Old historic stuff has always tickled your fancy. Me. Yeah. So, next, we are going to talk about Bobby Mackey's Music World. Mm-hmm. Which I know you know about this one, too. Yes, I do. But I would have felt weird leaving it off the list. 
if you're doing the other listeners creepy yes. stuff from Kentucky. This is definitely yeah, on there. Yeah, you gotta have this one on there. <laughs> okay, so this is a music club and a bar in Wilder, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. That Twain came out saying that. Oh, Kentucky. Just know. let it happen. <laughs> I'll let it happen. I'm like, what do you want from me? This is where I live. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of history first about the property and the building. Otherwise, the things that go on here aren't really going to make sense. Yeah. So... It was originally a slaughterhouse in the Mm mid-1800s. Legend has it that for the right price, the owner would dispose of whatever the customer wanted. Or whoever. Mm-hmm. Creeping. Heebie-jeebies. After the slaughterhouse closed, the building was empty for years. During these years, it is said that satanic rituals were were performed in the basement. Mm Mm-hmm. Extra creepy. The building was finally opened back up in the 1930s by a man named Buck Brady. It was ran as a nightclub, but was eventually taken over by the Chicago mob. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Buck Brady took his own life inside the club, and this one was shut down during the 50s. Mm-hmm. Once again, it was reopened. They can't just let things go. I think they're like, this building is going to do something. <laughs> anyway. You're destined for great things. <laughs> this time as a honky-tonk, but this didn't last either and was closed down by authorities after a number of violent shootings took place in the 70s. Yep. Finally, a man named Bobby Mackey wanted to give it a try. He was a country singer and opened up the place for safe and fun entertainment. Thus, Bobby Mackey's Music World. Music World. And that's what it is now. Mm -hmm. After all the different changes. The first ghost that is said to have been seen is the daughter of a mob boss named Joanna. She had an affair and became pregnant, and the father of her child disappeared after her father found out what had happened. Mm-hmm. So, he had him taken care of. Got him sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. She was devastated and she committed suicide and she is still seen walking around the club. Another ghost is of a woman who was murdered in 1896 named Pearl Bryan. Mm-hmm. She was decapitated and found on a farm near Newport, Kentucky, which is pretty much right next to Wilder. Yep. And that is not a supposed ghost. Well, I mean, obviously, because <laughs> some people don't see this stuff, but... There is a woman named Pearl Bryan that was murdered and found decapitated there. Yep. That year. So, that's creepy. Creepy. In the basement where the satanic rituals took place, there have been reports of being pushed and pulled aggressively and not by anything or anyone that could be seen, obviously. There are also stories of a, quote, demonic figure with glowing eyes. Mm Mm-mm. And some say that down there, the drain is the location of an actual portal to hell. Yep. I don't want to go there. (laughs) How about you? I would like to... Drive by. Drive by and see it. Like, hey, Bobby Mackey's. Bye, Bobby Mackey's. I'll be right with that. (laughs) I went there. Totally. (laughs) Scrapbook. (laughs) Okay, this one. I really liked doing this one because I had no idea about this. Okay. This next one is about Mammoth Cave. Have you heard about Mammoth Cave? I know there's creepy stuff you surrounding do? Mammoth Cave, but I don't know exactly what. I don't know, like, the story behind it. Okay, I had no idea. And I thought this was strange because we live here, first of all. 
and Mammoth Cave is very well known. Mm-hmm. And we took field trips there. Oh, yeah, in all the elementary time. school. Like, if you went anywhere, that was your field trip. So, I can't believe that I did not know this. I didn't know this at all. News to me. I know no details. Oh, you're going to learn them, and they're pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, it's an actual cave system, and it's a national park, and it's in Mammoth Cave, Kentucky. Yes. I also didn't know that. I didn't know that the, <laughs> it was, the city was Mammoth Cave either, so. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's actually really pretty, too. I think we just diminish it because we've seen it when we were little. We grew up seeing it. We didn't it. appreciate it as yeah. much then. It was yes. just cool then, but now it's like, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. It really is. Yep. So, there have been over 150 documented encounters of paranormal activity at Mammoth Cave. Wow. There is a book that some of the guides have written about this. Mm. So That'd be too, really cool. If anybody is interested in that, I can post a link. The story behind some of the spookiness here. The property, along with a few slaves at the time, was purchased by Dr. John Krogan in 1839. Okay. One of the slaves and cave guides was Stephen Bishop who was apparently, quote, one of the greatest explorers Mammoth Cave has ever known. A lot of what was discovered about the system was found by Bishop, hmm. and he had discovered over 20 miles of passages. Oh, wow. So, thank you, Mr. Bishop. <laughs> Dr. Krogan wanted to turn the caves into a hospital, hmm. which sounds weird, but he believed, quote, the cave's constant 54-degree temperatures could cure consumption and illness we now call tuberculosis, end quote. And I wanted to include this little tidbit because I felt that it kind of tied into what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, um, 11 huts were built inside the cave, which were known to be consumptive cabins. These housed 15 patients. Okay. But all 15 of them ended up getting worse. Mm-hmm. And two patients even died before the first year was up. Mm. Yep. In 1849, Dr. Krogan passed away, and his cause of death was tuberculosis. Mm. So it's not really funny, but it's a little ironic, I guess. It's kind of like a quack theory, so I yeah, thought I mean, it was... His, his heart was in the right place, I guess. Yeah. But... But this was in the 1800s, so... Yeah. Anywho, in front of one of the cabins was a large rock where the deceased patients would be placed before they could be taken out. Mm-hmm. So they would take them out of the hut, lay them on this large stone formation. This is now known as Corpse Rock. Uh, I don't remember this from when I was little. I don't think they showed us this one. <laughs> and here, third graders, this is Corpse Rock, where all the tuberculosis patients died. Right here. I don't know um, how many they actually put there because it said there was only 15. Yeah. And two died, so I don't know. But, but maybe they all eventually died. I don't know. But yeah, Corpse Rock. Mr. Bishop... He died in 1856, and his cause of death is unknown. Hmm. People say that they can hear coughing at Corpse Rock. If you be silent and listen hmm. long enough, you can hear coughing. Creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. Did you know that would probably echo? Oh, yeah. It'd be Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I reared back at everything. I was ready to go for it. You can try. No, it's okay. It'll be really loud. Yeah. <laughs> you can continue. Okay. During tours, guys will do this thing called a blackout, mm -hmm. where they turn off all the lights to show you how dark it really is. I do remember that. I do. Mm -hmm. The only light would be from a lantern held by the guide, and sometimes they even turn this one out, too, yeah. to show you. There is nothing in here. It's pitch black. During these blackouts, guides will sometimes feel someone playfully push them, and obviously there's no one close by, mm -hmm. but it doesn't ever seem like 
we said before, malicious. It's not ill intent, nothing like that. Yeah. It's not aggressive. It's just yeah. like playful. Yeah. As you said. <laughs> but still nope for me. Yeah. The guides have also heard footsteps and have been grabbed. No, that, yeah. That's too far. I think that, it, like I said, I don't think it's ever malicious, though. Maybe just like a grab of the arm. So yeah. it's still weird. Ugh. Anywho, one guide saw an African American family standing in the back of the crowd of visitors during one of these blackouts. Mm-hmm. And he didn't remember seeing them before then. So and he's like, who were these people? Yeah, he was kind of surprised to see them because he didn't remember them from before. And when all the lights were turned back on, the family was gone. So, there's that. And there is also an account of a man being seen holding a lantern up on one of the formations of rock. Mm -hmm. During one of the tours, a woman pointed him out. And he was seen from, like, three different angles. So, he was there. But he was wearing the traditional clothing of what a slave guide would wear back. Was it Bishop? No, it doesn't say. Or I don't know, or it doesn't say. I don't know what people believed. But. I'm saying it. You heard it here first. It was Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's Mammoth Cave. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. I'm sure there's, oh, obviously I'm not going to say all 150 of them, but. Why? <laughs> I have another one. Okay. This one is Liberty Hall. Heard this one? Mm, it sounds familiar. No, you haven't. Just say you haven't. I have not. Okay, all right. Here Don't we go. have a clue. Liberty what? <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Holiday could be what? <laughs> oh, gosh. Anywho. This one is located in our state capital of Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes. It is a historic house and a museum. It used to be the House of the Browns, which was a very prominent family in our history. I don't know anything about them, but apparently they were important. (laughs) (laughs) History, not my thing. Even though I like it. What the heck? Really weird. Yeah, you needed to get it together. (laughs) Okay. So, there is a ghost that resides here at Liberty Hall. And it is that of Margareta Barrick. Okay. She was traveling from New York to Illinois to see her son. And she stopped in Frankfurt to visit with her niece, who lived at this house. Okay. Miss Varick became deathly ill and died three days after she got to Frankfurt. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Her ghost has been seen many times, and she is known as the Grey Lady. The Grey Lady. Yep. As she is always seen wearing gray. <laughs> That's Sorry. why they call her that. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just... <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Lady in gray. It's not like she's gray. She wears gray. Anyway. One woman was asleep in her room, and she woke up to see the ghost of a tall woman dressed in gray. This is possibly the first account of her ever being seen. Mm-hmm. She was scared. She screamed. Her brother comes in with a shotgun, because he doesn't know what's <laughs> going on. Oh, yeah. And before anything can be done, she disappears. She's like, y'all can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm out. <laughs> okay. She is known as being calm and kind, and apparently helps around the large estate. Oh Yes. I like her. I like her. At Liberty Hall, they call her our beloved ghost. Uh-huh. Yes. Doors open and close during the night, and sometimes projects and chores are found to be completed in the morning. Now, see? Yeah. A curator was taking pictures once while the home was being restored, and the faded appearance of a woman was captured, which is believed to be the ghost of Miss Ferrick. The same woman who captured the picture once found three gold antique bracelets on a nightstand. 
this nightstand was in Miss Varick's old room that she had stayed in. And mm. these were from the early 1800s, and they had never been seen before. So they're hers. Hmm. Some people think that she left them as a gift to the woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She seems like she would do that. Yep. Some people have been woken up by being tucked in by a ghost who people believe is Miss Varick. Oh, now. Right? Like, that's creepy, but it's like everything that this woman that they see has done is nothing but kind. Yeah. Yep. Another encounter, one woman was taking a bath, and she had forgotten to shut the door, which was apparently really large and heavy. So she shut it for her? She chose to just be quick, but the door closed slowly on its own. Mm. So she believes that it was the ghost of Miss Farrick closing the door you. for her. I got you. <laughs> there was a music box that was unwound, and it was closed, and it started playing by itself. And supposedly, this was the music box of a woman whose boyfriend had given it to her. Mm. And as she was thinking about her boyfriend and missing him, the music box started to play. Mm. Yeah. Mm. She is often seen staring out from an upstairs window. So I think that is where a lot of people see her, especially like visitors or passersby and stuff. Yeah. You think she's sad that she can't get out of the house? I don't know. Some people believe that a lot of people in the family were buried on the property and then they were moved to the cemetery close by. But there is not a gravestone for Mrs. Margaret of Varick. So they believe that she's still there because she doesn't know where her resting place is. Make her a resting place. Yeah, I don't, well, maybe they don't know where her remains are. I don't know. Maybe they don't know where she was buried. Mm. That's sad. So that's what some people believe. So on a darker side of the same place. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but this is relatively dark. Mm -hmm. So. uh, There are also two other ghosts that have been spotted at Liberty Hall. One is of a man dressed in a British uniform who stands outside and peeks in windows. That'd be scary. I think it's uh, the window of the living room, and people think that he was a soldier from the War of 1812. Maybe looking for, like, refuge or something. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's just hanging out like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, wait. The other one is of a Spanish opera singer who was in Frankfurt to perform. Mm-hmm. She was invited to stay at Liberty Hall, and they held a party for her. She went out into the garden, but she never returned. She was met with foul play. Yes. Um, is it? Not, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> it is assumed that she was kidnapped, mm. but her body was never recovered. That's sad. Yeah. So, people have seen her ghost running through the garden, and her mouth was, quote, frozen open in a soundless cry of terror. That's sad and super freaky. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing somebody running? No, I don't want to. And just their mouth just stuck open that way. Oh, quit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I'd be out. That's Liberty Hall. I'm SpongeBob. Um, What? (laughs) I said I'm SpongeBob. All right. I'll go now. (laughs) I think it's neat with Liberty Hall. And their gray lady ghost, because on their website, they even have a section for her, and they do tours that are focused around her. Oh, okay. So it's pretty neat. Yep. Okay, here's the last one. I think I saved the best for the last. You did. You guys might not think so, but this is a really creepy story. It's a bit more personal. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. This creepy story takes place in what used to be known as Mining City, Kentucky. And 
It was told to us by our uncle and was told to him when he was six years old by his great-grandfather. Yes. Despite our uncle's young age, he remembers the story very vividly, and this was a first-hand account of his great-grandfather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The story goes, there was once a family named the Hawkers that lived atop some bluffs in the woods, and they had two daughters that may or may not have been twins. We don't know. He didn't know, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this family, I'm not sure if it was the whole family or just the daughters, but they were accused of being witches. Yep. Mr. Great-Grandfather <laughs> was traveling by horse and wagon on his way home when it began to storm really bad with strong winds and lightning. He couldn't go any further, and he had come upon the hawker's home upon the hill. He knew that they were accused of being witches, but he decided to risk it because the storm was just that bad. Yeah. And maybe he didn't believe it, but he did decide to risk it, so maybe he I mean, and had he's some in a horse and buggy, so if there's a storm, like, you ain't really got much. Yeah, you don't have many options. Yeah. So he decided to stop there and hopefully spend the night. The family there let him in and let him sleep in a bed that was in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was weird that they had the bed in the kitchen. Yeah, I did too, but who knows. (laughs) While he was laying there, he pulled the quilt up around him and it was pulled back down all the way to his feet. Mm -hmm. He pulled the blanket back up a few times, but each time it was dragged back down. Then he heard the drawers in the kitchen open. The forks and knives started flying through the air. And stuck into the wall above the bed where he was laying. Yeah. After that, the two sisters came running into the kitchen screaming. And their long hair had been braided together. What? (laughs) That is like one of the creepiest things about the whole thing. I don't know why, but it is. Just the fact they were braided together. Why? What? What? Weird. Weird. Agreed. So, Mr. Great-Grandfather had enough. He ran out of the house, and he braved the storm back home. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't care. Getting away from these people. Yep. Later that night, come to find out, at the same time that great-grandfather left, these two girls committed suicide by hanging themselves off of a cliff from a tree. Yep. Creepy. And those bluffs are known as Hawker Hill. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if it was known as Hawker Hill then because of the family that lived there. Or if it is now because of... Because of what happened. Yeah. So, either way, it's Hawker Hill now. And to this day, at midnight, you can hear the screams of the girls as they jump off the cliff. Yes, I've always liked that story. Yeah, I do too. According to our grandmother, her mother, our great-grandmother, Ma, she told (laughs) her that there was a family that lived up there by the name of Hawker. Mm -hmm. And they did have girls and something did happen to them. Yeah. According to our grandmother, she doesn't know any story about them being witches or what exactly happened to them, but she does know there was a family, they did have girls, and something happened to them. So I think that that just brings it a little bit more true. Yeah. Mm, creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, guys. What's my... I enjoyed it. Heebie-jeebies from Kentucky. Louisville, though. Oh my gosh, I was surprised how many things were from Louisville. I'm not. And just for anybody who is not from Kentucky that struggles knowing how to say Louisville, 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 whatever, Louisville is how you say it. How I say it. Anyway, how we everybody say it. That's how everybody says it. says it. That's how it's correctly pronounced. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Same Louisville. Say Louisville. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I'm glad. That's our first, like, kind of just spooky one that we've done yeah. so far. Family suggested Hawker Hill, so I was like, uh, I have to. <laughs> yes. I want a housekeeper guest. 
Oh, me too. I mean, ghost. <laughs> you can I get one of those. <laughs> I'm not going to make my guests do housework. I'll make a ghost do it. But you not don't a have guest. to make her. She's friendly. Yeah. And even the ghost in um the Mammoth Cave, I think they're the old gods. Yeah. They're just trying to show you where you're going. Yeah. And watch out for falling rocks. <laughs> but yeah. Personal stories, suggestions, mm-hmm. thoughts, theories, questions, questions, concerns, all that good stuff. Email mm-hmm. to us. Join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. Rate, review, yes. tell all your bodies. Please. All those links will be in the show notes. Yes. Pictures to come. Yes. Bye. Thank bye. you guys. Bye. bye. Come again. Bye. bye. Goodbye. <laughs>